0: Hi everybody, this is Access Hockey MI, our podcast, Ba-da-da-da. if you have not tuned in yet, this is just a podcast where we talk about hockey in all leagues, in all forms, in all ways. It's kind of like our daily conversation, except recorded. Exactly, this is <laughs> our so daily conversation. We also have a YouTube, check that out, That's more um, geared toward Detroit hockey, so that would be the Detroit Red Wings, that would be the Grand Rapids Griffins, that would be Toledo walleye kind of thing, and then we also um, dedicate that one to the Lumberjacks, the Muskegon Lumberjacks. So basically anywhere we can get hockey, we get it. Today (laughs) we are talking about a team dear to our hearts, um, part of the Red Wings organization and part of the ECHL, which is the Eastern Conference Hockey League. So it's kind of it kind of goes um, NHL, AHL, ECHL, and then all the, the other leagues. All, yeah. <laughs> all the other, leagues. There's so many other yeah. HLs. So Toledo Walleye are the ECHL affiliate of the Detroit Red Wings. Um, so that basically means that their players, based on their contract, can play for the Griffins, and they can also um, so they can swap back and forth. So that's kind of how this merges into there. Wanted to point out that. If you are within a 200 mile radius of the (laughs) Huntington Center, you need to go to a Toledo Wall. If you haven't gone yet, you're a schmuck. I, (laughs) we had the privilege. We've attended a few games, but we had the privilege of attending two home games in the playoffs last year, and it was it was the finals. Oh, it was intense, amazing. It was the most intense hockey game. They have the best crowd, and I know everybody says that, but Toledo has the best crowd. They're they're crazy. The best fans. Yeah. So. All to you fanatics out there, you'll know what I mean. Hashtag fanatics. <laughs> so hashtag. we were thinking about the offseason. And as we've said before, the offseason usually leaves teams pretty decimated <laughs> because of all the transactions you see. And the Toledo Wall are no exception to that. So last season, as Rachel mentioned, they were in the finals. They got to the Kelly Cup finals for the first time. In I'm franchise so history. For not mashing that up. I always smash that word. I say Kelly Club. Kelly Club. Kelly <laughs> Club. It's a Kelly Cup that you win in the East <laughs> yeah. um, So it was the first time. So they were the Western Conference champions. First time they got to the Kelly Cup finals. So that was a huge milestone for the mm-hmm. team. We were all so pumped. They did lose in six games to the Newfoundland Growlers, which... Womp womp. Because that's a whole other podcast. We all know how, they, how we all feel about them. Ooh. But we noticed of that team then... How many are moving on to other teams, and it made our hearts sad. It's the nature of the beast, but still, once you actually like take a step back and you look at it, you kind of feel
1: each one stabbing your heart Because what well,
0: we're going to go through today in this podcast, basically, who is moving on that was part of the team last season... And who's kind of coming in to fill the gaps. So, I
1: mean, what they're trying
0: to do with yeah, the team. Yeah, To start off, some forwards, some notable forwards that were losing include Dylan Sadaway, Brian Moore, AJ Jenks, and Ben Storm. Every one of those just made my heart hurt. Every single one of these <laughs> players, I'll try truncate the notes I have here to say, to suffice it to say, each one of these guys contribute points, mm-hmm. physicality, grit. Yep. And just straight up the heart of Toledo. Yeah. So that to see any of them leave is going to be very difficult. Was nicely put. Because last season in the finals, as many people will remember, or even if you don't remember, basically if they ever had an offensive down, they could come out the next period and just bust out some mm-hmm. goals. And that is what you need in a team. These were the guys that would always find the room to do it. Oh my always gosh. make it happen. Yes. And one surprise to me <laughs> – they're all surprises. One hurt to me. So Brian Moore was a part of the team for only the 18-19 season. Yeah. So he hadn't been there very long, but it did not take long no. for him to get into a groove. He's a very physical player. A, yeah. He, and was, he was a fan favorite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the gloves went down and 8,000 people were on their feet screaming. <laughs> yeah.
0: He – and he also could contribute points. Oh, yeah, so my yeah. favorite part about a player like that is if you can defend yourself, your team, and also contribute. Yeah. In many more ways than just defending yourself. Many more uh, ways. Uh. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, another guy, Dylan Sadway, has been a part of the Detroit organization since 1617. So yeah. he's been with us for a little longer. We've mm-hmm. seen him develop. We've seen him grow. Griffins fans
1: will be more familiar with him
0: because he was yeah. part of our Calder Cup championship. He too. actually he does have a Calder yep. Cup to so his name.
1: He, he has he has that. To brag about,
0: (laughs) yeah, he's also he's another very offensive guy. He's super. I think as a skater, he's really gritty. He can get. He skates low. He skates hard. Mm -hmm.
1: He does skate really low. But if you get a chance, we did interview him too. So on our YouTube, check out the interview for with Dylan Sadway.
0: Yeah, he's moving on to Utica. So that's an AHL team. Mm -hmm. Utica comments. One of our rivals, (laughs) AJ Jenks, has to be the one that's making all Toledo fans literally just weep <laughs> <laughs> very loud sobs so much <laughs> sorrow <laughs> he has been a part of the organization since the 15 or 1415 season he is considered a vet which is mm-hmm. one of the bigger reasons that Toledo decided not to sign him Right. So he just hasn't been signed. I have not seen anything as far as offers. I yeah, I haven't heard any any offers. No I news feel of retirement. Like he had struggled even in the playoffs yeah. with injury and I'm thinking that that might sideline him or might make him kind of really it might, think he might not be
1: the biggest bargaining chip
0: right now mm-hmm. because of that.
1: Cuz we we interviewed him earlier too and you know that was one thing that he kind of regretted when he finally landed in Toledo. Mm-hmm. He found a place to call home. They gave him a chance. He wasn't on loan anymore for all these seasons, but the injury was always something that kind of was a bit of a hiccup. Every season, he was always battling something.
0: Yeah. And then, again, not a super known name for the Toledo Walleye is Ben Storm. Um, He had been in the ECHL for two seasons. He's a huge kid. So big. They call him Big Ben. He ended (laughs) up retiring um, to pursue, what was that? Mechanical engineering. So, I mean, he's just pursuing a career, but that was kind of a loss just because I think we, in some of these... um, in Ben Storm, I think he was a temporary get anyway. He, he was, yeah,
1: and you could tell, I mean, he was very good. Um, with his time there but his heart wasn't in it towards the end of the season and from what he said about his retirement is he was exhausted of being away from friends and family for so long mm-hmm. and he's he, still pretty young I yeah, believe he's 25,
0: he's 25.
1: Yeah. yeah he said that the commitment he looked at the upcoming season if they had offered him he probably would have rejected it because the commitment he mentally couldn't do
0: yeah and if yeah. you're not in it for the long haul and you know what you want to do yeah. that's great that's totally I mean more power to you so those are the four words so Dylan Sadway, Brian Moore, A.J. Jenks, Ben Storm. But those, wait, there's more. That was a truncated. <laughs> but now we move on to defense, where we've lost Kevin Tanzi, Trevor Hamilton, Ryan Obachowski. Which those three, <laughs> I know. Let's all take it in, in and out, in and out, everybody. Because yeah, everyone's familiar with those three. These say. guys are pretty short contracts with either Grand Rapids or Toledo. Ledo. Yet. They all play and feel like they've been with Toledo yeah. for seasons. I and think seasons. that's just something about the team and yes! the 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 city itself, though, mm-hmm.
1: because I think it's the same way with their their baseball farm team too, where it's like you go in for two weeks, they automatically sing. it seems like you've been yeah. there forever. Everybody's got your jersey. Yeah, you yeah awesome exactly. Your They're name. spending out your out your a thousand dollars. You come out of a mouth. Exactly. It's, it's all cool. <laughs> Fires, fireworks, fireworks. <laughs> there's fish and walleye on the ice. Really good looking walleye too. I mean fish, fish, not like the players, but yeah. I it's just this is the culture of the city, I think, as far as yeah, sports and teams.
0: a little bit of this with like uh, Kevin Tanzi and Trevor Hamilton, they're both going to the E B E L league and playing for different. Um, they're both in Austria teams, yeah. They're mm-hmm. playing for different teams there. Those two guys, I would say, have different defensive abilities and yeah. different defensive play. I think that Trevor Hamilton had very soft hands. Yes. he knew where the puck was going at all times. He was chippy to where he yeah. could keep the puck in the zone. He was, was
1: kind of irritating, and he would smile at you the entire time. Right, and I, <laughs> I
0: think that he just I, – I was surprised that he – Left so soon. Yeah, I think, though, because he I was... I hoped he got more of an AHL he chance. He floated a
1: lot between Grand Rapids because he was signed with Grand Rapids at the beginning of the season as a professional tryout. So I think maybe in his mind he didn't get a lot of time in Grand Rapids. When he was there, he scratched a bunch because we obviously had a ton Well, And he
0: ended but, up getting a concussion, Yep, he was which concussed. sidelined him for a few games. Yep. And then he went to Toledo. Took a and nice then headshot he there. He played twenty games of the playoffs and he contributed eleven points, oh. I believe, if I remember correctly, from what the recent... And as a defenseman. Did. I mean he he was very yeah. offensive minded. Yeah. And then Kevin Tansey, he's a bigger guy, definitely bigger than Hamilton. <laughs> um, he seemed to be a playoff guy compared to mm-hmm. like his points during the season, points in the playoffs. He was a big playoff That's guy. That's kind of where he hit his stride. I feel like he was reliable, but I don't think that he completely I don't know, there's something missing from his game, and I don't... He's a a bit clunky,
1: a little. I would say he's a bit clunky, because some of the bigger guys that can be smooth skaters, we've seen it, but I think Tansy has... He has the heart too. Yeah, for sure. And he's always having a great time on the ice. Mm-hmm. So even if he's completely ticked off, he can produce because I think he views it. He views the game a little bit differently, a little bit more optimistic. Yeah. So I think that can help drive it too in those pivotal moments at the end.
0: Yeah, and I think all these guys, um, Obachowski included, they were all consistent and very level-headed. Yes. And I think that those are things that we're gonna end up missing with the absence of those three guys. Yeah,
1: and they're all again, like you
0: said, and we both said, it's a, they're.
1: Guys that seem like they've been with the team forever. So as they leave, especially Jenxi mm-hmm. being there as long as he had been, um, you know, like, what, five, six-plus seasons, mm-hmm. that
0: he's been there. He's, five, I believe. He, he, well, he was a pivotal part of the core leadership. He was yeah, an captain. Really and he was. The Toledo Blade is um, a common website for and news mm-hmm. source for Toledo. So check out their stuff. Um, and they noted that he came on right as Toledo was starting to – really come into swing. their own. yeah. Because yeah. for the last a lot of seasons Toledo has been making a playoff appearance and yeah. the fact that they hadn't made it as far as they did last year was surprising every single year. Just yeah. like Come on, you have it. You have it. Like yeah, you because <laughs> it was one
1: of those teams that you saw, especially with the goaltending. I mean, Nagel's been there a couple seasons too. So with goaltending, you have that nice balance, and then the mm-hmm. team has always seemed to be really offensive. No matter who's on the ice, they always seem to be very, very mm-hmm. offensive.
0: And before we talk about um, filling in the gaps, which Rachel's going to cover, I'm with us, super
1: pumped about that.
0: We're, we we want to do a shout out to Dan Watson, who's been the coach for four seasons now. So going into his first Kelly Cup. Um, final appearance which I've was heard great. That Kelly Club. <laughs> his <laughs> first appearance, you know, losing in six games. Mm-hmm. Whatever I read about him and in his interviews since then, he's just excited to get going again. He mm-hmm. was he is coming back and he still wants a championship. Yeah. And I think that under the coaching staff He's is, not finished yet. Yeah, under the coaching staff they have I think his spunk and fire as a mm-hmm. coach is going to translate. I, I always mm-hmm. think that about coaches. Well, then you got Andy Delmore, too, yeah. who he's, is a fantastic
1: coach alongside Coaches, him.
0: if you've got a spunky, fiery coach who wants a play, a championship as much as the team, I think that that's a great if combination. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> they'd, they'd combination. they get on the ice, too. If they he's come. got a 141-57, 11-7 record as a coach. That's not, not bad.
1: Yeah, so he was an assistant (laughs)
0: coach before he was the head coach. So he's doing well for himself. And just wanted to give kudos again before we fill in the gaps. Forty-two of forty-nine games were sold out last year. Hollow. guys! Toledo. Go to a Toledo game. Yeah,
1: they honestly, when we, when, whenever we go, you have to get there like two hours early because.
0: Well, you, you know, just they, want to sit in the stands yeah. and take it
1: in. Yeah, it's it's awesome the environment and the because I mean even at the Van Andel, no offense to the Van Andel, but we've got eleven thousand strong there, and I've never heard it louder than ever.
0: At, I just feel at like Toledo. you you know you all you hockey fans know a <laughs> feeling of like you feel like you're kind of weird because you love it so much. You don't feel that if way when you in stop Toledo. in the middle of the national anthem and say "hit somebody with eight thousand other people."
1: You're you're among friends. Yeah,
0: so just keep that in mind. And kudos to Toledo fans and team for their great. Year. You guys really are the best. Yes, you are. All, all right, fantastic. Rach. Tell us how we're going to fill in the gaps of all these okay, guys. Okay, so.
1: Obviously, with a lot of transactions Toledo's been making lately, and that's just kind of the nature of the lower leagues. Mm -hmm. And I say lower leagues, they're professional still, and we've covered that before. For sure. Um, So ECHL is comprised of mainly people who are out of college, who have professional trials, two-way contracts, or, you know, vets who, you know, they just might not make it into the AHL or NHL long-term, and they still want to keep playing. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty much all pro. Mm -hmm. Um, So filling in the gaps is is pretty easy because you have a very large pool to select yeah. from but it's also difficult because there's also so much young talent that you want to implement mm-hmm. so kind of looking over what coach Watson has been doing as far as the structure and who's been lost and who they're bringing in he's going forward heavy mm-hmm. like I, we've we've lost a lot of defensemen obviously we've lost more forwards but He's going. He's going forward heavy, heavy with people who have not only Euro ability, so they've played in European leagues for at least two seasons mm-hmm. consecutively, but they also have championships under the belt: AHL, ECHL, mm-hmm. college championships. So it he's looking. Weathered. Yeah, he's looking for these really skilled players that know how to handle what they just came out of. Mm-hmm. So losing in six games, especially at home, you don't ever want to feel that. Well, yeah. You don't ever want to. Feel well, they like
0: lost. Him. They uh, the Growlers won at home. Right, right. I'm sorry, but yeah, they, sorry. we we were depressed leaving yeah. the arena that day because we kind of well, because we had over, to go so back we, and we had to win Game Six yeah, and exactly. it had to be at the Growlers both games. Yeah, but with with that being said,
1: he's trying to structure a very very offensive minded team. Mm-hmm. Even with I his think defense. that's Toledo's way. It's honestly. Toledo's way, but I think he's getting pretty aggressive with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to kind of start this all off. Um, He just picked up, or not he, but the organization picked up um, Mark Auk, who came out of Michigan Tech. So he's very familiar with the Michigan way of playing hockey. He's played in Finland for the last season or two. Um, Hmm. He has some AHL experience. He played with the Iowa Wild for a couple games, who is a very good team. Um, Despite them never actually getting a cup, they're very good Yeah, they did
0: make it pretty far, or not pretty far, they made it to the playoffs, didn't they, this last season? Yeah, they
1: made it, it was the first time ever that they made it to the playoffs. Yeah. And he's described kind of universally as a puck-moving defenseman. Hmm. So he's kind of filling in, I would say, probably where, where, where Tansy and Hammer would be combined. Hammer, yeah. I mean Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> but he's kind of filling in that gap. But also with the European experience, a lot of people think that leagues are just where people go when they, they're washed up in yeah, the well. <laughs> States. But they have so much skill in Europe that if you can play and get ice time there and yeah. it's so much bigger, and it's so much more strategic that I think it's that's kind of what he's looking for. Yeah,
0: he'll probably have um, the getting used to the ice. Yes. yeah. But first. he's only been over there a couple seasons, but I, still, I it's, like it it's a huge, huge mental health <laughs> Exactly. Exactly.
1: Like um, on top of that, they got uh, someone named Connor Schmidt, mm-hmm. um, and he might be familiar to some because he finished out his 2018-19 season with Toledo. He played okay. 27 games, mm-hmm. played in the playoffs. Watson's enamored with him. Yeah. So if you got Watson on your side, then you're pretty much gonna get <laughs> you're for doing sure. Good but he said that basically what he saw was extreme potential for growth. He wants to develop this kid into being one of the top pairings as mm-hmm. far as defensemen go. Where again, if you're looking at the Tansy and Hammer combo that they lost, Tansy he was a lot he was big into the, the special teams. He was yeah. on the special teams a lot as like that first go to defensive pairing mm-hmm. kind of guy, and same with Hamilton, they were often paired together. Um So, I think that's kind of what he's molding him. So, he'll probably be a bottom pairing and then move him up to see how he goes. But he really, really liked his potential. Cool. What I found most interesting, however, is Blake Hillman. Okay. He's a Chicago Blackhawk. (gasps) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Ouch! I had to say it, I had to put it out there. Six-round 2016 draft pick. Okay. Um, he spent his entire season last season with the Rockford IceHogs. Okay. So we're all going to get very familiar with that team in the next mm-hmm. season. Rockford is a very good team. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously with the expansion, those, those affiliates have changed a little bit. And so it, it's it shifted around a little bit now. But he finished out... The, his AHL career, you know, pretty, pretty not bad. But what Watson was looking at is, yeah, he's got this AHL experience, but he was part of the Denver Pioneers mm-hmm. for four years.
0: Okay.
1: He finished his college career plus 24.
0: Okay. Okay. As a defenseman.
1: <laughs> so, again, I mean, we got to keep keep thinking about this. So his big deal with him is he's a top-end defenseman. He can put him on that top pair right away. Okay. He's played a couple games with the Blackhawks, but the fact that the Blackhawks, Blackhawks took him, popped him in the AHL, he played his entire season there, Ice Hogs didn't go super far uh, last season, but it didn't stop Hillman from being an incredible player. Yeah. Um, so finishing, you know, plus twenty four in college alone in Denver is an incredible hockey school. Yeah, I mean, he's clearly got, got some skill there. He's got a few few things in his back pocket. Yeah. Um, so I see the
0: offensive uh, string exactly. Yeah, exactly. you just there.
1: you wait till the forwards. It just it, it gets better. Um, so on top of that, he added Justin Key, who's a forward. Um, it's either Key or Key it's K E A. But Elite okay. Prospects didn't tell me how to pronounce it, so we're going <laughs> to well, say. Well, you have poll- to pay
0: for them to tell you how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> we <It's> don't. Jerks. <laughs>
1: So, he was acquired off of the Obachowski trade. Mm. So, we got him. Um, He's a Sabres 73rd overall pick from 2012. And since then, he's been floating through the AHL and ECHL a lot. Like Jenksy did. He's been hopping team to team to team to team. Yeah.
0: Also, um, just for everybody's information, these players can sometimes go to loan to other teams. So, they don't have to be within the organization. So... Like Rachel was saying, AJ Jenks had been on loan to the Charlotte Checkers. He had been to I believe Chicago at one the point. Never believe yeah, all like, over the place. It can go yeah. all over sometimes. Yeah.
1: And that's a lot of these leads it's helpful because of that. Because yeah. if you've got an injured guy, you just pick Well one. <laughs> also like
0: uh, we when we when the Detroit Red Wings had taken up nine of our guys yeah. from the Griffins, we were able to get Tansy on loan. Yep. To make it work with the yeah. contract, he technically wasn't a two-way. Yeah. Two-way, so yeah. we were able to use him on loan as a defenseman, a yeah. for there. So yeah, thank just you for that. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, Holla. <laughs> <laughs> So
1: anyway, um, Justin Key, he finished uh, his eighteen nineteen season with Toledo as well, and in thirty nine games had seventeen points. Okay, so not bad, and he's he's proven to be you know yeah pretty not, pretty a not a ton of games. not a ton, but the coach is really yeah, excited for his well, development.
0: True, true, and they had you know the other guys playing it. So.
1: The the yeah. next one. Um, I find intriguing Brandon Trook. He is a forward.
0: Okay.
1: A Dallas draft pick. He was with the Texas Stars when they won the Calder Cup. He has over 110 AHL games under his belt. Mm-hmm. Um and he's enormous. Okay. 6'2" 220. Yeah, that's big. So he's he could probably pack on a couple more pounds, but I think he's probably good where he's at. But what Watson is excited about with him is that through these last 3 seasons, he's obviously he's got experience with the Dallas and Texas organization. Mm-hmm. They play a little bit differently um, as far as they're a lot more strategic when it comes to passing plays okay. than a lot of the teams up up here. So, like the the Metro Division, um, but he likes his punch. He says he he resembles McCarty as okay. far as his punch line. I'm putting that in quotes. I don't. You can't see it. I was pretending. <laughs> air quotes, you air can field air. But he he likes the punch to the forward line. So he's thinking, you know, maybe second or third line. But just someone with energy. Yeah, exactly. The guy's literally going to punch his way through. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Buzio,
0: okay.
1: um, another forward, Ferris State alum. He's had two seasons in Europe. He's very familiar with uh, Kadek, who is a current Toledo walleye. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of instant chemistry there. Mm-hmm. Um, he played with him with the Humboldt Broncos in okay. Juniors. So he knows him very well. He's got a lot of familiarity with how he plays, so I think they're probably going to be seen together. Um, obviously, Kadek is a, he's a defenseman,
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so they're going to be probably on the ice at the same time, but mm-hmm. jiving pretty well, yeah. I would imagine. And he's, a so he's nice. yeah, and he's a do-whatever-it-takes kind of player. Mm-hmm. So he's the guy that if it's all the way at the other end, he's going to just... He's the
0: Brian Moore.
1: <laughs> he's, he's going to put his head down and just plow through anybody to get yeah. to the puck. Um, and he averaged in the ECHL and in the Euroleagues. You at gotta least, love those
0: guys. Oh, those yeah. ones who just work the hard... They're the workhorse oh, on yeah. the ice, and they're going to go do something. Well, you can see them. If it's going to kill they, them. A lot of times
1: they do literally <laughs> put their head down and just try to plow through people. Um, like, bulldoze them. But he averaged at least a point per game. Okay. And pretty much in every team he's played with. In Europe, it was a little bit different. It was maybe probably like a half a point or like 70.75 points. But he was, he's a producer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Brett Boeing, Okay. That's one that I was excited about. He is a UMass Amherst alumni. Okay. His um, name
0: sounds super familiar.
1: That's because we saw him with Dubuque.
0: Uh, the Fighting Saints <laughs> of the USA <laughs> So I
1: saw his name and I was like... I know that kid from somewhere. Mm-hmm. He was with the UMass Amherst last season okay. when they were doing their championship run. Um, they they had an incredible season. Yes, they did. Um, look up those games. They're part of the Big Ten. You're going to want to see them. It's amazing. Um, but he is a sharp offensive mind. And with his Dubuque experience, so it's USHL, elite junior, elite college, he's coming in off of one of the best college, like the, 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 an amazing college career. It's yeah. his best, obviously. Um That's what's exciting to me is because all of these guys the similar qualities that they share is even the defensemen are all offensive producers. Yeah. So it seems like Watson is obviously having a defenseman and everything, but it seems like he's going so aggressive with the
0: offense. Guys who know how to play the puck. Yeah.
1: There's no way that defense and other teams can stop them because they got so close this last season because they were almost there. There's just a few hiccups. I think he's trying to compensate with that by just getting guys that, defensive or not, They're producers. Yeah. And they're fast.
0: Yeah. And then mixed with the vets that we still have on the team will be a great. Because I don't think Toledo's not done. I mean, it was a very disappointing loss, I'm sure, for them and for, you know, Toledo fans for them to not get the finals just because they played so hard, but you could tell in the final game it wasn't going to be them. I feel like third period, we started getting a little too much. And this is kind of, this is kind of off topic. but <laughs>
1: No, it's, it's Toledo. It's totally started, on topic. We started
0: laying back a little too much, or we got our fire a little too late in the game. Yeah. But but that happens so much, too. Yes, especially, it seems, in Detroit. It's probably so. us, because every time that happens, we're at the rink. <laughs> it's not us, guys. It's the Drake curse. It's not us. <laughs> um, so basically, all that to say... We've got some really exciting stuff coming in Toledo Mm -hmm. for this stuff. We've lost quite a few good guys that we have known for a while now, and we have gained quite a few more guys who I think will fill in nicely from the Mm -hmm. sounds of it to help create this, because that's what Coach Dan Watson wants to do, just create a team that's going to win, you know, because like Rachel was saying, this kind of moving around these transactions, this is all very familiar in the hockey world. So I think... You know, fans get real attached, but of course it's very yeah. similar. And s- cite your source. What are you using for all your data? Elite Prospects and Toledo's very own roster tracker. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's usually when you hear our podcast almost 100% of the data that we get is going to be from like Elite Prospects or directly so. from the team. Or directly from yeah. the team. So we're definitely doing our research on this end. Just wanted to say. <laughs> um, do you have anything else to add? I was sister? just going to
1: say that it's a very Toledo team yeah I, I'm excited to see what it's going to be like because uh, Toledo is a very gritty yeah. the, the, just the team in general, the fans yeah. everyone is just gritty yeah and I think and not in like a cheap kind of way. Um, they
0: they just, they're hard workers They are They yeah. are a blue collar team But that starts
1: with the coaching though too So again, a big shout out to Dan Watson Because yeah, he's sure. he's structured this team to be of a championship mindset already mm-hmm. They enter the season Oh for sure, that's a good yeah, point They yeah. enter the season We're, we're going to we, make it We're winning Yeah, like We're, we're, we're just going it. to win It's just mm-hmm. going to happen And you see it with their record And their fans are behind it And that makes all the difference And all the guys will say that too Every one yeah. of them that you talk to is like the fans, when they get into it it means everything to them. Oh, so, yeah.
0: And it's so, guys, go. That's I'm Go saying. to Toledo. If for <laughs> nothing else,
1: go there. And then I think they've got some really good food at the arena too.
0: Yeah, I think it's great. And you get fish it's and food. chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so check out Toledo Walleye, um, the ECHL affiliate of the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, keep them on your radar because they're going to do big things. And you're thanks. not going to want to miss it. <laughs> thanks always for listening. Uh, share this with all your friends. And, again, thanks for joining us. Go walleye. Goodbye. Our fish, our fight.
1: (laughs) Nailed it.